O God, send down upon your people the flame of your Holy Spirit and fill with the abundance of your sevenfold gifts the church you brought forth from your son's pierced side. May your life-giving spirit lend fire to our words and strength to our witness. Send us forth to the nations of the world to proclaim with boldness your wondrous work of raising Christ to your right hand. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. On Pentecost, 50 days after Easter, the wind and fire of the Holy Spirit enters the hearts and minds of the followers of Jesus. The Spirit empowers the church community to be inclusive, able to share the good news of Christ Jesus with people who didn't speak the same languages. Do you speak fluent good news? A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now, there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in their own language. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear, each of us, in our own language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It is the spirit, life force, that raised Jesus from the dead who comes alive within us empowering us in word and action to be Christ Jesus in our world. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, those who are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, through the, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. 
If the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his Spirit that dwells in you. So then, brothers and sisters, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. For did you not for you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. But you have received a spirit of adoption to sonship. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if in fact we suffer with him so that we may be glorified with him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Listen to this reading. It comes from the Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and the Father will give you another advocate, a friend to be with you always. Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love them. And we will come to them and make our dwelling with them. Those who do not love me do not keep my words. Yet the word that you're hearing is not mine, it's the word of the Father who sent me. I have told you this while I am still with you. The advocate, the friend, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of everything I have told you. The Gospel of the Lord. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, 
Father Ron Rollheiser is the president of the Oblate School of Theology in San Antonio, Texas. When I did my sabbatical before I came here, he was one of our teachers, one of our professors, and he has an international reputation. He's from Canada originally. He's doing a lot of work with uh, Richard Rohr. How many of you are familiar with Richard Rohr? Sure you are. Uh, Diane's the president of his fan club here at Good Shepherd. So, But Richard Rohr and, and Ronald Rollheiser work together in their spiritual writing and teaching. Rollheiser tells the story, remember he's from Canada, he, he tells the story about this Canadian town in, 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 in western Canada. It's a, a mining town and there were four or five churches and they were all doing very, very well. People in this mining town came to church. Whatever church they belonged to, they were faithful to it, supported it, kept them going. One day, a guy moved into town and Paul, you're not going to believe this, he opened a bar in this coal mining town in Western Canada. Well, you can imagine what happened. The guys who used to come home right after work now stopped in for a beer and a bump, and, and well, families were suffering. It was just, it was becoming a mess. So the churches got together, the leadership of the churches got together in an ecumenical meeting, and they talked about, well, what are we going to do about this bar that's causing so much trouble in our town? And what they decided to do, being faithful people, they decided that they would put this situation in God's hands through prayer. And they did. And they prayed that God would take care of the situation. Well, you know what happened. There was a lightning storm, and this bar was hit by lightning and burned to the ground. Aha! The church people were a little bit smug, but it was okay. Uh, except that the uh, bar owner found out about this prayer that they had, and he hired a lawyer. And he was going to sue the churches. He was suing the churches for destroying his business. Now, the churches hired a lawyer. The lawyer said, well, wait a minute. You can't blame the churches for his misfortune. It was an act of God. And God chooses to do what God chooses. It was not the fault of the churches. But the word kept coming back to the owner, to the judge, that these faithful church people had prayed, they had prayed that the bar be driven out of business. 
the attorneys for the church have said, that's ridiculous. You, you can't blame us for that. And the judge, the, the judge who was taking care of the case, she finally said, wait, I, I, I don't get this. You're telling me that the bar owner believes in the power of prayer and the churches don't? <laughs> On this Pentecost, we are invited to pray to the Holy Spirit, the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Imagine that power. The Spirit in the, in the Scripture is is pictured as, as flames and wind. How do we know the Spirit of God in our lives? I would suggest that we pray to the Holy Spirit when we need energy, when we feel lost of vitality. We talk about having the breath knocked out of us, huh? Terrible situation. The breath knocked out of us. And the spirit in scripture is depicted as God's breath giving life. We pray to the spirit when we need creativity, when, when, when we need to see beauty, to hear beauty, where do we see the creative, beautiful Spirit of God? I'm looking at these amazing, flaming bushes. People in our parish, very creative. They've managed to create this beauty. The gathering space looks so beautiful. The Spirit of God is the creative, beautiful Spirit. The music that we sing. We don't worry so much about perfect performance. When we sing, we're concerned with a spirit, the spirit of prayer. We hear the working of the Spirit in our community. Sometimes it's just difficult when someone hurts us or angers us. It's difficult to forgive. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ is a spirit of forgiveness. When we forgive one another, when we become reconciled with one another, yeah, that's the Spirit. Whenever we're moved to serve the needs of others. When we're moved to go beyond our own needs to see the needs of other people and to be willing to help other people in their need. That's the spirit. We call Pentecost the birthday of the church. It's our birthday. We have a birthday card for all of you. You'll receive it in your bulletin.
we have extra copies in the gathering space. Part of this card says, why does God call us to worship? As Christians, we believe that God calls us together to worship for a very special purpose. We are gathered to worship so that hearing the good news, we will share the joyful message with the world. Receiving forgiveness, we will be a forgiving people. Receiving the body of Christ, we will be the body of Christ in the world. Sharing the blood of Christ, we will pour out our lives in humble service. Celebrating the death and resurrection of Christ, we will die daily in order to live for others. Feasting on the meal of grace, we will anticipate the banquet of God's kingdom when all creation will sing, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and wisdom and glory and blessing. Amen, amen, amen. Take some time and reflect on your birthday card. Do you believe in prayer? Like the bar owner in Canada. <laughs> Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on us. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on us. Melt us, mold us, fill us, use us. Spirit of the Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.